going to be talking about the five killers of dreams and how Christian entrepreneurs can avoid the crash and burn. And whether or not you're a Christian at this point, it doesn't really matter because the same things apply. This is biblical principle. It's the best business book you'll ever put your hands on, the Bible. And so I want you to listen to these six things because these are things that are knocked on my door with problems, pain, struggles that entrepreneurs are having on a regular basis, daily basis, minute by minute basis. And there is a renewing of the mind that has to happen associated to these strategies. I actually have six. So I said five, but the sixth one is for all of us all the time. Um, some of the other problems that I'm going to mention may not be your struggle. And so I want to ensure that I, I created a list that was designed to meet everyone. And uh, it's going to it's going to change your mind. It's going to change your life because we have truth connected to what can be limiting belief or crash and burn. So number one, fear, of course, fear, fear, fear. Everybody is scared. They're scared of not even succeeding. And they're also scared of success. So whatever side of the coin, your fear lies, you know, that perfect love casts out all fear. And if you don't know that, then I encourage you to take messy action. Messy action is taking away the identity marker of perfection and telling you that we're only seeking the perfect one who makes all things good. He uses all things. So if your mess is not connected to the Messiah, then you're going to stay in a mess. But when you know that the Messiah is the one who is helping you generate all of these ideas and dreams and it's Holy Spirit driven and you have that peace that transcends all understanding, then fear is just that naysayer. Fear is just that little enemy uh, on your shoulder that's knocking and telling you that you can't or that you can and what happens if you do right? That your whole life is going to change. Well, that's the intent. That's what God's heart is for you is consistency towards evolution of change, always becoming right. Number two is procrastination. This is a big problem in the industry. And in, since I've been in elementary school, I remember having to do projects and I was always like, Oh, mine's done. And I just never really struggled with procrastination unless it was something that I didn't like or didn't want to do. And so if it's something that's in your business that you have to do, like finances or accounting, or you have to send that email and face a conflict with a past client, or you have to track down money from a client, I, I don't know what you're procrastinating around, but I can assure you that when you do it and you get it past you, there's so much more freedom because what's actually happening is you're burning your candle at both ends, essentially thinking to yourself that, oh, I have this deadline, I have this deadline, I have this deadline, and you're spending all of this time connected to procrastination, worrying, which we know yesterday had worries. Tomorrow will have worries. Today has worries of its own. So we have to forget about that. And we have to stay focused on today, his presence, our presence in the particular thing that we're working on and stop procrastinating. Do the hard things first, and then you'll get in rhythm and flow with the things that you love and that you're naturally organically going to do because you love it. So I always put those things as top priorities, even though they're not my favorite thing, but I have the most energy in the morning. I'm most passionate about what I'm doing in the morning because I know that it's going to have rhythm. It's going to take rhythm to everything else that I'm doing. And so we're going to talk about rhythms in a minute, but associated to procrastination, it matters. All right. Number three is negative self-talk. We are so bad at this, especially us women. I was just in the mirror a couple minutes ago and I was like putting on my SPF in the morning and I was thinking, gosh, if we didn't have mirrors, what would we do with our day and how much less negative self-talk could we have? 
Or how about a video experience right now? I have so many people who self-critique themselves when it comes to going live or it comes to their post or it comes to their pictures or it comes to the angle of their pictures or it comes to the way they looked in that picture or how fat they are, whatever. Women are the worst at this. Men, if you don't call yourself fat, I don't know what your struggles are specifically, um, but I know enough men who still have negative self-talk around not being enough not being worthy. So that's connected to all of us. And it's this knowing that we are enough because Christ Jesus is enough and he came to bear his sins for us. And so any of the weaknesses that we have, if we lean on his strength, Christ who strengthens us, we can do all things. And so one of the biggest things with negative self-talk is rewriting the words in your head, rewriting the story in your head. Uh, Neurolinguistic programming is connected to this, which allows you to go back to potentially a trauma that's creating this negative self-talk. Maybe it's not even you talking to yourself. That's how you can know it's of the enemy, by the way. If you don't know the language or you've never said those words to yourself out loud that they keep coming, it's likely from a generational sin, from a past, from a parent, or from the enemy himself. And so I really encourage you to do the hard work, do the intentional work of changing and rewriting that story even nightmares, right? Nightmares connected to dreams. If this is the killer of dreams, we have to also kill our nightmares in order for our dreams to come to fruition. So number four is lack of focus. Lack of focus on what your dream is. If you are not writing your vision and making it plain and everything that you do is wildly complicated and no one that you talk to can quite understand it, I would encourage you to simplify, to minimize, and to create something out of that space. And then you can add in all the other elements that you're able to dream up. Your creativity is an honor to God that you're existing in that. He loves it. Uh, But simultaneous, it has to be clear. It has to be concise. It has to have direction and purpose. If it's like interweave like this and you don't know which path to take today, that's on you. And therefore that lack of focus is going to put you back into procrastination, which is going to put you back into negative self-talk and fear. You see how all of these are linked together. So I really encourage you to remember that God is a lamp unto your feet, meaning it's just one step at a time. So if you are looking for clarity, which is like the number one thing, people are like, I just need clarity. I'm like, no, 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 no. Clarity comes in action. Clarity is associated to confidence. And therefore you have to step boldly into the very next thing that you're doing, into the very next place that God has preceded you to be. And then you realize, wow, that wasn't so bad. And then you get to do it again. If God was a spotlight, he spotlights you. But if he was a spotlight towards your future, you might think it's bigger and scarier than you can do in this moment. And you might not have any idea how to take that next small step. So focus in on the fact that he is so in this with you. Every single step, he wants to grace you with his presence, with his goodness, with revelation, and with further clarity. So stay focused on this moment and the vision will come to fruition, but make sure you write that vision and make it known. All right. Number five is lack of persistence. Lack of persistence is talking about achieving your dream and then stopping. Achieving your dream and then stopping or not achieving the dream, just doing the one thing that you know that you're supposed to do next and it feels hard feels sticky. There's friction. For me, uh, could be something that happened to me just recently, which was someone throwing stones at me about said content. Now I could totally get in my head. I could stop being persistent. I did not want to go on social media after that scenario even happened. Maybe you get negative comments from people. Maybe people are judging your character or criticizing whatever it is that you're putting into the world. But if you know that you know that you know, It doesn't matter how it's going out and it goes back to messy action. Your persistence is going to help you progress. 
again, not get to perfection. Persistence is not perfection. Persistence is per- progression. And you've got to know that the algorithm is going to change. The industry is going to change. What's popular, the brand, the vibe, all these things are going to change. And so lack of persistence has to be in the understanding and knowing that change is inevitable. And yet our God is constant. And so if we're relying on him and not on culture and not on changing business strategies, then we get to stay in a place of peace. And we just get to stay fixated on our vision that we just talked about and say, okay, I'm going to pivot into, I'm going to yield to the Holy Spirit in this, and I'm going to do it this way. It's going to change. It's going to be different, but I'm not going to stop. It's not growing weary, right? It's not growing weary of doing good because in due season, you will reap a harvest. This is biblical truth, biblical truth that I have seen time and time again. And whether that harvest is a soul, whether that harvest is a family, whether that harvest is a marriage, what we get to do as entrepreneurs is, is infinite. It's infinite impact when we do it from a place of service. So I said five killers of dreams, but I have to give you the bonus one that I see more than anything. And I was just in conversation about this recently with an incredible Christian influencer, speaker. Um, She is an amazing mastermind in business. I won't name drop here, Um, but she's got hundreds of thousands of followers and she's been doing this for quite a while out of a place of uh, actually trauma. She's not operating out of a place of trauma, but trauma is a part of her past. And so she is now moving forward because she's seeing this massive impact. She's knowing the call on her life. She sees what the trajectory path looks like and yet she's experiencing burnout. And so burnout is when we decide we're going to operate in the culture of hustle hard, in the culture of work hard, play hard. And that is not what the Lord is asking of us. Rhythms of grace are associated to his goodness and his burden is light, right? His yoke is easy. His burden is light. And so if we are staying in tandem and in pace with the Lord, burnout is not going to happen. And so I don't want you to experience adrenal fatigue. I don't want you to get to the point where you aren't eating, aren't sleeping, aren't doing the things that you need when you know medically and physically that we are the vessel. This is the vessel in which all of those dreams can come to fruition. And so it's critically important that you take care of your mental health. We talked about mental health through this, your physical health, your body health, your spiritual health, which is your your relationship with God. And also that soul, you hear mind, body, soul, and people forget spirit. Spirit is more important. So I said it first, but mind, body, soul, the soul piece is your mind, your will, and your emotions. So we talked about mental health for that, but your will is, is it your will? Is it your intention? Because if you have fear and it's your idea and just a good idea and not a God idea, then there might be some validity to that fear, right? If you are working in for him and in him and by him and through him, then there is this flow that organically exists in all of these spaces. So it's not my will, it's thy will be done here on earth as it is in heaven. And then lastly, it's the element of emotions. And so if you cannot or have not spent the time to focus in on your EQ, your emotional intelligence score, Oh, I cannot tell you how much that saved my life. It saved my business. It saved the way that my team interacted. It saved my leadership skills. It saved my family. That is where all of this stems from is out of a nucleus, out of a home, out of an identity marker that all these other things that we talked about, fear, procrastination, negative self-talk, lack of focus and lack of persistence, and even burnout, the bonus burnout, is this knowing that 
if I wasn't emotionally attuned, I couldn't understand any of these as triggers where they're rooted in. I also couldn't understand how to combat them based on who I am and what I am armored with based in Christ, Ephesians 6, check it out in case you don't know how to armor up every single day when you get ready for your business and when you get ready for your flow and you get ready, it's not just your business, business is life, life is business. This is why marketplace ministry matters. And so if you're an entrepreneur, specifically a Christian entrepreneur, but anything of any sort, and you are seeking to know how to say yes to these things and get on a trajectory path of six, seven, eight figures, and you don't know how, I would love to be the person that we get to connect with. And we go into these things, but more so importantly, we talk strategy. We get down to the bare bones of your business. We help to develop and deploy what it is that God has associated to your dream in a way, shape, and form that is not going to leave you without a rhythm of grace. It's actually going to create such synchronicity to what you want to do and to your community because we're here to serve. Ultimately, our businesses, while it is our gift, our talent, the vision that's God given us, it's actually not for us. And so if we're self-centered in why we're doing it, we will not gain momentum. And so I'm excited to be able to do that with you. You guys can check out the links below my next live training, which I can interact with you and we can see one another. And, and so let's break through. Let's do that fast and let's do it in rhythm because it's possible to do both when it's in the will of God. All right, y'all. Thanks for hanging out. Okay, so this is kind of weird to be promoting a podcast on a podcast, and it's not my podcast, and it's not a friend's podcast, though you are my friend. It's your podcast. You want a slot, right? You want to be heard. You want to amplify your voice because you too have an incredible message to share with the world. And this is the coolest part. It is with the world. It's with the nations, and that's exactly what we're told to do. Go and tell Go and make Disciples of Nations, and podcasting is a way to do that. So if you are ready to finally press play on this idea, the best way to do it, instead of chasing down the YouTube degree that you can surely get on these areas, or chasing down all the podcasters that you know and piecemealing your own way through, is to come to a two and a half day experience, a retreat actually, with our Fit Media team, who has been doing this for quite a while, five years in fact, and we've launched over 40 podcasts at this point. And it's pretty dynamic, the methodology in which we've uncracked the code around to allow you to not only come just with an idea, but to leave with a fully equipped, fully uh, available, yes, it's live and in action with two and a half days podcast that the whole world has access to. We're gonna do recording, we're gonna do photo shoot for your cover, we're gonna create designs and media, we're gonna talk about how do you use this in your business strategy. I mean, the list goes on and you will not be left alone afterwards because you get access to a full portal of teaching around it for any of the additional questions that you may need. So, you need to get your butt in the seat, all right? Really, get your booty into the experience and go to the website, check out and apply. All the things that you need are there and we cannot wait to welcome you there. It'll be in Virginia Beach, Virginia and that's my hometown. That's a lot of our team's hometown and so we're excited to welcome you here. Our home um, flights and accommodations are not included but everything else is 100% taken care of and you're gonna have more than your fair share of ROI on this dynamic experience. I can assure you and you can check out the reviews to prove it. Anyway, love you guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Fit and Faith podcast. I can't wait to hear what your title's gonna be. 
Ted, what do you want to do today? Well, Ashley, I've always got uh, work to do, naps to take, but I have a better idea. How about we invite everyone to listen to the Team Us podcast? I love that idea. Let's do it right now. Hi, everyone. We're Ted and Ashley Slater, and we'd love for you to join us as we talk about teamwork in marriage. We share how grace, commitment, and cooperation can help couples live the everyday moments of marriage together. To listen, go to lifeaudio.com and search for Team Us.